Hey, Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the podcast where we talk about a topic in miniature gaming for D6 Minutes. We roll the die and see how long it is, and we talk about it for that long. So, what are the topics for today? You got right, I, think you've got more, I think you've got more than I do right now. I used all mine up on the last one. So, how about you start this one? All right. So, this one um, is... We've been playing a lot of like games from a whole bunch of different. Uh, like we've been trying out a whole bunch of different games, right? More than we used to, um, and most of the games fall into science fiction or fantasy, right? Uh, so my question is uh, related to basically the games or the settings that we haven't really tried, and which one would you be more likely to try? So this is actually like for real stakes, man. Mm-hmm. So you're, the answer you get to this means maybe I'll try and start trying to encourage you to play play that game in the future. So um, the games or the settings are World War Two or weird World War Two. So like with like mechs and shit, steampunk or pirates, and two minutes. Oh, so, there's, so there's three on the board. There's three on the board. There's three specific ones. All right, roll it up. How long do we have? I already rolled it. Two minutes. Okay, it's quick. <laughs> I, so to preface my answer, I would say that playing miniature games and choosing a miniature game to play all comes down to the look of the minis. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have to answer Pirates and 100% Pirates. Because okay. I find whenever people go for the World War games, uh-huh. they try and make it realistic, which ends up having the guys on the board all look very generic and all very the same. Ah, okay. Weird World Weird World War gets you a little more interesting things going on, mm-hmm. but with pirates, Captain America. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. But with pirates, you apparently can... that was a negative, <laughs> not a positive. Okay. He's not weird enough. Even I want okay. monsters if it's going weird. Okay. But pirates can have so much flavor to them. Ah, okay. Because it's pirates is about individuality. So your your pirates can all look fancy, dancy, whatever. They have very yeah. each one can look not individual a, and different. Yeah, they're absolutely not about having uniforms. So I have begun collecting pirates, and I might have, might go buy more pirates to convert and use in our game. So anyhow, all right. Oh, that's a good point. We should have some settings, and we should have a piratey kind of portion of our setting. Oh no, they'll they'll be for the woods lands half naked barbarian people because you know they they both in the same fashion. But anyways. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I think I think we could definitely put that that stuff stuff in there, right? Pirates is like, you know, boats and stuff like that, and 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 the, you know, raiding with boats. So it's like, I feel like pirates are Vikings with rigging. <laughs> That's basically yeah, the, yeah, they, they kind of are top. like the bar. They yeah. are the kind of like the barbarians yeah. of the sea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so for me, um. You made a good, good. Uh, you made a good push for pirates, so I feel like I should do pirates. So, so in my heart, I do feel like I want to do pirates now. But I'm gonna to to make a case for a weird World War II, and the reason why is is just because it's very different than fantasy and sci-fi, right? Like unlike modern, it's kind of like mod, it's modern-ish, but obviously very different than modern and modern is too close to science fiction right because you know like we live in such a high-tech world now right 
So, so what weird elements are coming into the typical army thing for you to call it weird, weird world war? Generally, they do things like zombies, Captain America, Red Skull, uh, robot walkers, like tank walkers. So, so steroids and then like more robots than tanks. Yeah, mutants. Okay. Sometimes they put in aliens. Aliens is fun. So that's the kind of thing. Like aliens... But the thing is, when you do World War II aliens, they're like the retro aliens and not the sleek science fiction, like predator or alien kind of aesthetic, right? So it's, it's even, even the aliens in Weird World War are going to be different than the ones we see in, in, you know, like 40K or something like that. Yeah. All right. So uh, next topic. All right. So with... We've been talking about AdMech in the last podcast, mm-hmm. which made me think, what makes a good hover tank? Because they came out with the one hover tank that's kind of like a hover pickup truck, which actually looks cool from some angles, but doesn't look cool from other angles. Yeah. So it got me thinking, what makes a good hover tank or hovercraft okay. in miniature games? Woo! Six minutes. Oh, Jesus. All right. What makes a good hover tank? This, this is just now hard. Okay. Usually we have... <laughs> it still needs... So because we're playing miniature games, right? The hover tank can't just be about hovering. It has to be a war tank. So it has to look like it can fight in a war, right? And in my opinion, um, being treaded, like treaded tanks... Uh, connect it to the ground and make them feel more solid, right? And more powerful and solid, right? Whereas a hover tank, the entire idea of a hovering is like flying a little bit or hovering above the ground. It intrinsically is not very warlike. So I would say hover tanks in general are not good. <laughs> but, well, that's, that's, why, that's why it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, yeah, that's why the question of how you do it right. But I would say you need to lean into the daintiness of the hovering, which in general means you need to lean into the idea that the hovering thing is fast and maneuverable. So it needs to look, in my so block, opinion... So blocky shapes are probably not the right elements to build the thing out of. Yeah, I think a blocky shape always looks better, especially when, when you're talking about uh, for miniatures, where technically it can, it can be a quote-unquote hover tank, but it's not actually going to be hovering, right? Although technically you can put it on a base and, and the thing that makes it hover is, is like you can't see it from above. So it's a little bit better, but like still, uh, yeah, you, it, it just, you can't do the toughness because it's always going to look less tough than things that are touching the ground with big tracks and feel like they're moving slow and ponderous and powerful. So I would say- to look heavy. Like Sorry? for you to for it to make sense for it to hover, it's not supposed to look heavy. Yeah. So it needs to have a lighter look to it. Yeah, and to make it cool and look like it could actually destroy things, it needs to be fast. So to me, I would say something like a Falcon, even though technically you could say a Falcon actually just looks like an aircraft. I was right? gonna say that. So that, that seems like the wrong look. So it looks like it should just be able to take off. Really? I disagree though, because it, it doesn't look it doesn't fully look like it would fly everywhere, right? Yeah. So, but that kind, like you could, you could dial it back. But to me, I think the Falcon is the nicest hover tank that they have, right? Or you look at the Viper, 
right? So you look at the Viper, it's sleek, it looks like it's fast. If it was a plane, it would be stupid because one guy's literally open to the elements, right? right? Yeah. So I guess you wouldn't say it's a tank, but it's like a hover vehicle. And I do think there's like something that's too far. Like if you look at the Dark Eldar, I know you like these, but like Dark Eldar barges, well, that's all the way to a boat now. They have yeah, a boat look for them. Like not a, even, they don't even feel like a hover tank. tank. Okay, so it's not tanky enough. But a Falcon does look tanky, right? It does have the armor, but it still has that, you know, the sleek cut silhouette, right? But because the, the plane wings, the wings, which are kind of plane-like, don't look like they're actual wing wings, right? They're, they're wing-like, but they're not so wide that they look like they could give the thing enough lift to fly around but it's on the edge. And I think that's what makes it look sleek. It, it, I don't know, to me, a, a cool hover tank should be like a mix between a, a tank and a airplane and a plane. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, because I never played it, the, the 30K stuff where you had those red hover tanks. Okay, I got to look at it. I was... I, I forget the name of them, so unfortunately we can't pause this and go back I to it. I feel like I'm going to say that it's stupid looking, but okay. 30K hover tank. Well, I already Googled it. it that won't show up the result. Anyhow, did you, neither of us Did you that. Google 30K hover tank? Oh my yes. God, it's showing that shitty... Okay, here's, here's an example of what you don't want to do. Yeah. The new 40K uh, Space Marine tank, that's a hover tank. Or whatever that that's is. terrible. Yep, that's that's falls into the category of being too blocky, so you think there should be wheels well, under this it. this one looks pretty good. This one? This is the one you're thinking about? Mm, no, I'm not thinking about that one, but anyhow. <laughs> but I feel like this hover tank would look better if it had tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah the really like, blocky Hover ones. tank can look good if it's, it's blocky and, and powerful or whatever, but I just feel like it'll look generally better if it doesn't actually here's here's one here's one that looks like it should be a hover tank and looks pretty good look at this one okay this isn't helping the the listeners but this doesn't help the listeners to the podcast but you could name what it is from the image and it has more rounded, it has more artist rounded Scott washington yeah you know, it has more rounded anime shapes to it which mm -hmm. makes it much more palatable yeah. Oh. I think we were talking about Admech and that the thing I was talking about, the sort of like the pickup truck from the Admech, mm -hmm. the Scorpius Dune Rider, it also has too much of a blocky shape to her to it where you expect it basically has wheels under it. Yeah. So. It, that's the thing. The tank has to look like the ha the tank has to be a shape that doesn't look like it should naturally have wheels or treads underneath. And I feel like the problem with the Dune Rider is I feel like it would look better if it had treads or little like centipede feet, right? I think it actually would look the best if it had just like, like a, like a, you know, I don't know, like 20 or 30 little legs on each side. So it looks like it's a centipede instead because the entire shape is kind of long and centipede-like. Whereas the, the Space Marine tank, hover tank, just looks like they ripped off the treads and uh, the, the put on some weird blocks on the bottom. Yep. It just looks, it, it really looks like it should just not be a hover tank. Mm -hmm. And so 
Yeah. So you as a falcon, I think, would look weird if it had treads on it. So you say looking like a plane is fine for a hover tank, but I say looking more like... I think it needs to look in between. Yeah, like some 1960s or earlier, like 19, maybe 1950s airplane look. So it looks kind of heavy and round, but not, not full-on flying brick. I feel like airplanes at that time had like more, more wings instead of less wings. Wow. 1950s? 1950s. It was heavier. It wasn't, we're not talking biplanes in the 50s. And like cars from the 50s as well. Okay. Like, yeah, make a hover version of that, sure. All right. I think the conclusion is we do not know how to make a good hover tank. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, if, if you want to make one, first of all, you haven't yet. And if you want to do it, you're on your own. All right. So you want to do one more? I guess we, sure. six, eight, we probably have one more. Unless this is one minute. All right. Speaking of hover tanks uh, and stuff like that, um, which game setting do you think has not, uh, well, has the heaviest, has the best heavy armor? And I was thinking... Actually, not not in the vehicle sense, but in in the individual like infantry heavy armor. Which setting do you think has the best infantry heavy armor? Looking, so I know we did we talked about shoulder pads before, but yep. like in general, heavy armor. Which one has the best one? All right, let's see how long this and goes it could for. Be fantasy or or science fiction or whatever. Uh, Ooh, five minutes. Oh my god! So this is the last uh, one for sure. Um, I'm gonna say infinity because I mean it's come. I like the miniature aspect of it too much, and the sculpt quality is just so good mm -hmm. that like the infinity. There's a few different types of the heavier infantry in infinity. Uh -huh. You've got guys that are on the size the five, the big bases. Got guys that are on standard 25 millimeter bases, and you've got the size five as you talked about. They're on 40 millimeter bases, uh -huh. and both of them are good, but the 40 millimeter guys often just like hit out of the park, how they have sort of tendon armor mm -hmm. combined underneath the bigger armor plates. Yes. So it actually has the feel that would really move and they have proportions that you think, oh, a guy can actually fit in there. You see like the upper level of a boot that's his foot and mm -hmm. the lower level of the boot that's where his, that's like part that's actually touching the, robot, the ground. Where his robot legs. foot is? Yes. Yeah, I feel like the reason why they do that uh, in canon is so that they, if they twist their ankle, they don't actually twist their real ankle. That's, that's my in-canon reasoning <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> or why. Because, you know, they have so much weight work. on. You don't want to twist your real ankle. Like, that'll break it straight off. But if it's your robot ankle, then, okay, you broke your robot foot, but at least your real foot is fine. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I can't give it to GW in any way because, like, the Terminators back in the 80s were great, mm -hmm. but the things they've oh, done since then yeah. have been some abominations, so they're way off the table. And I do think they need to update their Terminators look with like true scale, well, at least more yeah. true scale. I guess they're not really in true scale right now, but no, more true yeah. scale, scale the rest Terminator of it. would look good. But it, it's, yeah, it's not there yet. Oh yeah, they, they could absolutely just upsize the Terminators, keep the same general look with the, the cool like mm -hmm. the dog face helmets. Mm -hmm. And they could make them a new generation of them look good. It's a lot better than some of the other stuff they came out with that I keep trying to forget the names of them. <laughs> That's okay. Let's not mention them so we forget their names. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. But the problem is 
uh, I do agree that Infinity guys look better. Yeah, I'm trying so, to think what other games do a lot of it. Like, like I'm just thinking about the 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 super heavy armored guys, like the uh, Azrael, which is like my favorite sculpt with the Fearbach. Looks so good, right? And yeah. especially when you see him next to like a normal guy, because he's big and beefy, like you said, Ian, he has the extra foot. Um, he just looks great, right? He he, the size and the weight of his armor just looks like awesome. And then yeah, the, there's, uh, a level of, there's a level of detail you want to make them look yeah. bigger. And the, the silhouette is great, mm -hmm. right? The actual just shape of it makes it look big, beefy, and whatever, right? Whereas I feel like that's a problem with the more modern, I know, uh, 40K stuff. I think their silhouettes kind of suck. I, it's weird to me because I literally, the reason why I think about silhouettes, okay, no, I was going to say the reason why I think about silhouettes is because of Games Workshop, but it's not true because it's actually about artists which makes sense, right? But in the context of miniatures, the reason why I think about silhouettes is because of an article I read about game design, uh, miniature design in like 40K. So it's weird to me that they're not, like their new stuff, the, the silhouettes are all wacky and blobby-like, right? They're not, it's like they forgot about making sure that everyone has a specific, unique kind of silhouette. Okay. So, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Infinity. I was going to say the other one, the, um, the big guy that came out for um, Tunguska. What's his name? The Taskmaster? No, the... No. How big are we going here? The size, five, the size 5, 40 millimeter guy. Kreeza Borax? Yeah, Kreeza Borax looks great with his big, like, I don't know what the hell they are. But they just, we all know they're, they're big, cool-looking things. <laughs> I'm like sure that was the design. They're like they're canisters of some sort coming out the back. Yeah, they're big canisters on the back. They're just big, cool-looking things on the back, and the entire like no face with like the piping coming out of the head looks looks awesome. So okay. I I would cool. say yeah, I, definitely for sci-fi, Infinity by a mile, which makes sense that that's the reason why we play it a lot. It's, it's the game, but also the models. Right. Even if I wasn't playing Infinity, I was playing some other sci-fi game. There's a good chance I would use a lot of Infinity models. Yeah. So I would say that if for the more chunky looking or maybe more grim, dark looking, I mean, big heavy armored guys, they almost go into the third party manufacturers for your bigger troops in 40K. I think if I were playing the game, I might be buying some of those ones just because the level of detail, like there's more ornamentation on them. Like when mm -hmm. 40K often makes big guys, they're kind of just like an upsized version of something else. Okay. I mean, they're, a lot of their like premium sculpts have a lot of detail on them, but they're like your basic guys don't have so much going on. Whereas if you go to the third party stuff, they have a lot more like details to the armor. I feel, like, harder to I feel like it's almost too much, like the, the third party stuff, is almost often too much ornamentation, right? Yeah. And I, I can see why they want to do it because that's exactly what you're saying, right? That it needs to be different, right? There need to be, needs to be a reason why you're going to buy them, right? And so it has to be flashy, blingy to, to drag people in. 
But personally, I like it a little bit less ornamentation. That's par partially why I like the Azrael with the Fearbox. There's not a lot of stuff. It's just a great silhouette. There's obviously a lot of detail, but it's not like extraneous detail. And so to me, it just looks great. Um, how about, how about uh, I guess the last thing is, uh, how about fantasy? Oh, let's see. Hmm. For heavy armor, not not just like general models, but for heavy armor specifically. So we think about a war machine and hordes. Is it too much armor? The, are the shoulder pads a little bit too big? So I'm trying to think what I... I really do like the Menoth there. For fantasy, I'm perfectly fine with the giant shoulder pads. For sci-fi, for some reason, I'm expecting it's going to be practical. Oh, but for, okay. for, the, for the fantasy, like high fantasy setting, it's like, no, 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 high fantasy has, doesn't have to explain Shoulder pads itself. as big as your head? Sure, why not? Yes. Because it's magic. See, I really do like the Menoth look of the game, not quite more than Kador okay. and Signar doesn't go as big usually just with how the faction looks. Yeah, I, I actually don't like the Kador and heavy armor in general, mm -hmm. like Vlad mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like I like their, their heavy jacks and I like their light infantry, but I never really liked their heavy armor. Uh, Signar, I, I did like some of their knights and stuff like that, uh, but the, what's her name? But the the days had some, like some of their solos or mercenaries, I guess, have some pretty cool armor. I actually the overall yeah. faction look. Sorry? Yeah, I'm thinking of the overall faction look. Yeah, that's the entire thing. I'm not sure I like actually the in general heavy armor, the way that it's done in War Machine and Hordes. Like even with the heavy armor in um in the other factions. It's well it's, most of it's usually very spiky and very big large, large plates yeah. that are all layered on top of each other. Yeah. But I just feel like Minoth took it far enough that it's not just like, oh, this is just like... It's not, it's not quite... Well, it's over the top, but not... Oh, no, it's really over the top. Over the top <laughs> enough. It's so over the top that you... It's not In a just, way that you like. It's not just like over... Not the overdone way. It's the making a joke of it. Okay. Um, I'm just... And I'm not sure... Fantasy stuff from Age of Sigmar hasn't really caught my eye too much. Like, the Sigmarines never got me. Yeah. The L the new elf stuff it looks cool but i wouldn't the fact that it's hollow is different but the armor style itself is pretty conventional for just having the flowing elf yeah. shape aspect not really into that either hmm, maybe i don't even really like heavy armor i like heavy armor i don't know why you know what that i i, I do like i no no i don't like that I was gonna say I do like the orc heavy armor, but I actually don't like the orc heavy armor. I feel like there's too much of it, and there needs to be more muscle showing underneath the armor. Yeah, I was thinking of orcs before, but I'm like, no, nah, it's it's not it's not heavy armorish enough. It's more just this. Some of them have heavy actually armor. heavy armor, a lot of armor on them, but I feel like it's too much. I feel like the orc aesthetic should be like you just have some armor. Like the armor plates are almost ridiculous considering like to me the ideal orc would be like they have armor plates but they have so many bare areas to show their super bust whole muscles and shit that the armor that they do have on is almost ridiculous it's almost just ornamentation instead of protecting them it's just things they found that are hilarious <laughs> yes exactly it's uh, yeah so i don't i don't know if i actually like like the really heavy orc stuff yeah 
Yeah. Um, I guess I, I actually like the more realistic heavy armor stuff. I do like the Game of Thrones heavy armor is pretty cool. It's literally like not the the Baratheon things that are more and more fantasy, but the original stuff where it's just like mm -hmm. chain mail or guys in like plate. Yeah, I, I wasn't even going to categorize guys like that as I wasn't even going to categorize guys like that as heavy armor. I want to see like some guy who towers over everybody else. In, well, like, yeah, the mountain, right? Who is like mm -hmm. big, has heavy plate, but then in I don't know if this is actually realistic, but uh, then they have their tabards, right? And oftentimes cloaks, which allows you to have a cool flowing, I don't know, yeah. silhouette or cool miniature with this heavy armor. So you get the ornamentation. It's not just a guy in plate. It's a guy with like a tabard and then cloak, yeah. maybe long, flowing, beautiful anime hair or like a really cool helmet. Mm -hmm. I don't know, the more classic stuff to me. I like a lot more. Okay. I'm just classifying like heavy guys as like the size of three men. They can be the size of three men, but the armor is more normal, like conventional from history, but a little bit spruced up mm -hmm. with like more cloth, basically. All right. Um, we went on that one for a little while. Uh, we so, yeah, sorry. We were supposed to. That's what we rolled. Oh, yeah. We, we went way over, though. Oh, some time. All right. Well, that's what we always do in D6 Minutes, where we roll a die and then ignore it and talk for too long. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you have any uh, things that you want us to, to, to talk about, any questions, uh, throw us a line on Facebook, and maybe we'll put it on uh, D6 Minutes, and we'll ask the question and answer it. Let's see how long it goes for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this has been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon.